Football, baby! It is week 13 in the NFL, and that means that these decisions will impact your fantasy playoff hopes directly, immediately, heavily. We are here to talk about every single matchup at some point, maybe even every single player in the NFL in the next 45 to 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. At least anybody who has a chance of touching the football on offense. Um, Hell yeah. Dustin and I have put in the work. All you have to do is turn your ears on, and you can agree or disagree with us. Join us in the comments. Blow us up on Twitter and say that we're dumb. Love Whatever it. feels good to you, we appreciate you coming to listen. Dustin, how is life going for you right now as we stand two weeks away? It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time, Travis. The, uh, the fantasy football play. We're only two weeks away from the start of the fantasy football playoffs. You get the update on Sleeper that we're 14 days or 14 days and some odd hours away. And I'm excited. Um, the, You know, we've got some of our initial, um, I guess, guesses this year that have kind of turned their head around and they're actually looking like they're going to be uh, correct. I mean, who would have thought that at this point, you know, we go back, you know, first four weeks, there's no way we're thinking Jameer Gibbs is going to actually have a chance to turn it around, and here he is. He's been balling. Here he is. He has been balling, and what do you know? The young guys can play. I'm excited, though. I'm excited. Uh, fantasies, uh, we got some leagues that are a little bit choppy right now, I'll say. Uh, yeah. Home league's not feeling great. You're down to me. the wire. You need down help, the- and you have to win and score a lot of points. Yeah, yep. And then I've also got, you know, we've also got leagues where, you know, I'm, I'm the juggernaut. I don't, that doesn't happen to me very often. An undefeated juggernaut I have, with median yeah. scoring yep. puts yep. you at 24-0 and 0 heading into this, this weekend. True. This is true. It's a big deal. Legendary. Big deal. What is on the line in that league could be <laughs> infamous yeah. here in about a month. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I hope I, I hope spoil so. it for you in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll find out. I got to pull off this Uh, week. Josh Allen on a bye. The theme of that Dynasty League is the Super Mario Brothers. I am Mario naturally as the commissioner. Dustin chose Wario. Wario. So it could be a Mario versus Wario matchup here in in the playoffs. All right. Mm. We have all of the NFL matchups on the sheet tonight. I'll kick us off. Yes. Dallas versus Seattle. Thursday night. Minus Mm. nine and a half. For those of you that don't bet, you're smart, mm. but the minus smart. nine and a half means they are favored to win by double digits. Over mm-hmm. under a total of 47 and a half in this game, high, high scoring, I think second or third highest of the week. Yeah. Dak Prescott, QB three on the season. CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver three on the season. Tony Pollard now back-to-back RB1 weeks. The yep. buy low worked for Tony Pollard. Dallas looks mm. like an unstoppable force. I know that there's a couple teams that are that stoppable piece, which are the 49ers and Eagles, that they will have to find a way to get through if they want to play in the big dance. But sure. Dallas looks nice. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, you mentioned C.D. Lamb. He, I think this is a smash opportunity for him, um, basing uh, Seattle. And honestly, the most important part of that, I think, is that they're at home. 
the Cowboys are, are, are playing in Dallas. They put up a boatload of points at home this year. They're scary. They're a scary team. I think they're legit. This might, I know every year is the Cowboys year, but this, uh, this feels, this feels different. This feels a little like they're kind of getting hot at the right time. Um, Nine and a half doesn't seem big enough. No. Um, they should handle Seattle by 20. You know, it wouldn't shock me. I don't, you know, with the style that, that Seattle plays that run, it kind of shorten the game kind of, kind of play. I think it, Feeds right into Dallas's strength, so um, I'll be interested to see, especially with Kenneth Walker the third out. Um, Charbonnet gonna have an opportunity, but not exactly a smash matchup. I like all the the wide receivers though. Um, yeah. CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks. I think you can start them right now, especially with Hooks, Cooks heating up. Um, but you mentioned Seattle. Um, I don't feel great about. I mean, I don't think you can sit. Um, I don't think you can sit DK for a lot of options. Um, in deeper you know. leagues, you're still playing Lockett. Yep. You're going to yep. play DK anywhere you have him. You drafted him too early. Right. Charbonnet is a flex in PPR formats. Other than that, I'm staying away from Seattle. Yeah. Uh, yeah people, are, people are going yeah. crazy about JSN. I know it was a great catch. He still hasn't done anything it's one catch. for fantasy. It's one catch. Yeah, he's... Look, I like he's him not in playable. the um, Yeah, he's not startable unless it's a deep, like, three, two, three flex league. Um, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I, even in that scenario, I think you can find better options. Um, you know, streamers. I, yeah, I'm staying away from most Seattle weapons here. Um, Charbonnet's a solid flex. DK, um, probably a mid-tier wide receiver three that you can start. All right, we both agree Dallas wins and covers sure. the nine and a half. Colts yep. at Titans. Colts favored yes. by one point. Over under at 42 and a half. Jonathan Taylor now out for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. What do we expect from Zach Moss? We saw absolute greatness for a short stretch to start the year. For sure. Yeah, I mean, Zach Moss, especially in this matchup, ordinarily I'm not starting Zach Moss in this matchup. Uh, Tennessee, um, really great against the run. Um, You got Zach Moss, you know, now that he's got the – you know, lion's share of the the touches for himself. I'm starting him. You, he's going to get 20 plus touches in this game, and I think I think that's okay. Uh, I think that's going to be enough for he'll probably get you 60 yards and a touchdown. You know, I think I think that's okay for, for with Zach a chance Moss. at breaking one and getting to 100. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about who you would start him over because we're both high on Moss. For sure. Let's see. Is he is he in the RB one conversation? I mean, top twelve basically or not? Um, this week no. Um, this week I don't think he finishes as a as a running back one, but I think he's a solid running back two this week. Um, just because Would you play him over Pacheco versus Green Bay. Um, no, I don't think I would play him over Pacheco. Um. I mean, it's I, I in that no. Um, Najee, I think Najee versus Arizona. Uh, yeah, I'd probably play him over Najee. Okay, so we've got him somewhere in between sixteen to twenty twenty two. Right. Yeah, that, I like him over right. guys like Mixon. Um. Yeah. Over Charbonnet. Sure. Yeah. Singletary, Connor. So yeah, around yep. that RB twenty range. Yep. Connor's injured. All right. Connor's injured. Um. 
Josh Downs over under 50 yards, Michael Pittman over Ooh. under 72 yards. These lines that I'm throwing out right now are from Sleepers app projections. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean Josh Downs um he is a he's a dynamic guy. He's coming off injury last week. Um I I don't low. It I I think it's appropriate. I think it's okay. appropriate. Um because he's probably only going to see five or six targets. Um, but yeah, I think, I think downs could definitely put up 50, 50 yards, um, in this game, divisional matchups. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, they're playing in Tennessee. So I, I would say in this one, I'm going to, I'm going to say over because of the matchup for the passing game against Tennessee, but, um, Pittman definitely, he gets volume. He's just so good. That offense is a high scoring offense because they have to be. Um, I'm here. So you feel it, much more confident in over 72 for Pittman than you do over do. 50. Okay. I do. I do. Derrick Henry with the big week 12, two touchdowns. Do we get a repeat over under the line? Total yards is at 72. That feels low as well for the volume. It does. It does feel low. 20 um, touches. Yeah. I mean, Indy, you know, bottom, you know, bot. I mean, geez, they're like bottom five in the league. Um, at points above expectation for the running back position. I mean, they give it up, especially Derrick Henry has a good track record against Indy. So I'm going to go Derrick Henry over the 72 total yards. Absolutely. All right. Finally, DeAndre Hopkins playing him. If you need to, I'm Ooh. tempering expectations. The passing game just sucks right now. Hopkins or Amari Cooper right now. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. I think Amari Cooper with, he exited last week with an injury. Sure. Sure. If he plays, he won't be 100%, and it's either going to be yeah. a rookie quarterback coming out, out of concussion protocol who is not going to have all week of right. first-team reps. Joe Flacco's been taking first-team reps. Yep. Sure, Joe Flacco could lock on to Amari Cooper, but that sentence in itself yeah. leads me to say uh, DeAndre Hopkins right now. Sure. Uh, I yeah, He's a flex for me, Hopkins. Um I think he you hope you get 50 you hope for the touchdown yeah uh he'll get targets they don't throw it a bunch but he's their guy so yeah I all agree. right chargers at page oh who wins that game colts minus one uh colts win that game i agree chargers at patriots chargers favored by six over unders 40 and a half austin eckler was very hot i mean top five for three weeks but then <sighs> gave us back-to-back rb31s and looked like a totally different player. I refuse yeah. to believe that somebody like Austin Eckler in the span of a five-day work week just yeah. got bad at football. I think something was going on. Maybe he's playing through something. Maybe he was exhausted. Mm. Maybe he mm. was hungover. We don't know. Mm. But he didn't just start sucking. I, mm, mm. I know we're mm. looking, we're thinking about the clip where he runs it to the left side and no. runs it to the sideline and he's tired. I just, I worry. I don't think, I think here's what I think. Straight I'm not up. talking dynasty and dynasty. We no, know the wheel, no, wheels are coming I'm saying, off. I'm just saying we are at next week, four weeks. We're coming into week 13 and he is beat up. If he's not looking good, I'm just saying, like, you get later in the season and things aren't going up. Things start to fall, and I just, I, I'm I'm not in on Eckler. You know, um, he's, you know, like Trav said, he's 
he gives RB31 twice. Um, and his his schedule, straight to the schedule for a running back, should be a smash schedule. Yeah, New England's not great, but after that, uh, you've got Denver, you've got Las Vegas, you've got Buffalo, you've got Denver again in the championship week. Um, I, I'm going to sit here and say, uh, I'm going to sit here and say that, yeah, I, Eckler's someone that I'm not really looking to buy. Um, I mean, he said not, you know, no dynasty, obviously I'm, we talked last week, Eckler's a hot sell, um, or last show, but yeah, let's move on to Keenan Allen though, because Keenan actually is pretty interesting, um, Keen is pretty interesting um, in this in this respect. Um, so what what uh, what I can say about Keenan though is that he's the number two overall wide receiver this year, and the Patriots they have Christian Gonzalez. They've kind of been okay keeping games lower. The over under in this game is only forty and a half. Um, but you have to start the big three. You know, uh, you're you're you have Eckler, you have Keenan on your team. Um, I'm not saying don't start Eckler. I'm saying, uh, you know, don't expect these big blow-up games um, because I, I have a feeling that the juice is kind of starting to fall. Um, they were featuring Kelly a little bit more um, in in short uh, short yard situations. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I would be um, on that one. <laughs> On the New England side, unfortunately, we do have to talk about the Patriots in this game. They are a part of it. They're the other half. Um, Ramondre. That's it. Um, over under 85 total yards. I'm going to go under uh, that. I think they're going to split the workload. Yeah, you can kind of run on the page, on the uh, the Chargers, but they're more of a pass-sieve offense right now. Um, and even then, the Patriots aren't going to hurts you in the passing game their best wide receiver an undrafted free agent pop douglas is hurt in the concussion protocol he might not even play this week um so i'm staying away from all the patriots Ramondre, if you have to um as a flex he's gonna be a mid-tier running back three for me um this week moving on to the lions and the saints oh boy uh look we're we're either way we're in a dome we love that. The Lions have kind of looked shaky the last few weeks. Um, but boy, oh boy, these uh, these running backs for the Lions. Um, looking at the last five weeks, Jameer Gibbs in half-point scoring is the running back three. Um, it's pretty incredible. Uh, you know, David Montgomery coming back from injury has looked great so far as well. For whatever reason, all of the weapons in this game are smashes on the Lions' side. Um Amon Ra, you're not going to sit him just based on matchup here. Um, over under being 46 and a half on this. I like this. Um, I could definitely see this going over because a lot of the Lions games have been going over. Um, yeah, so Gibbs, Monty, Amon Ra, Laporta. Yeah, they have weapons all around. And I'm even willing to start um, Jared Goff in this game. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Gonna take a sip of water real quick while we talk about the Saints. Um, <laughs> I mean, what can you say about the Saints? Um, it's Camara who just gets a bunch of work because really who else is there? It's for whatever reason. I don't know what happened at team dinner or over some sort of barbecue or whatever, but Chris Olave is hated 
by Derek Carr. Um, those two do not get along. Apparently not on the field. You know, Olave looked okay. Um, but like if you watch the game, it's just those two just are not are not in sync. Um yeah, you look at this last week, he had an okay week, fourteen um point nine half point PPR points last week. Um, but really it's Kamara for me. Obviously you're starting Olave. I'm just not excited about it. And then Taysom Hill. Um look. It's unpredictable. It's blow up. It's what you want in a tight end. And he's been doing it more often than not, I'd say. So um, Taysom Hill is kind of who I'm in on at the tight end position there. Um, I mean, that's really, like I said, over under 46 and a half. I expected to hit the over, and I'm fine with that. Um, I expect the Saints to have to play catch up and throw a lot. So these weapons going to be nice. Travis, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for taking time to to uh you know go grab a uh, i'm sure a frosty beverage um no 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 it's okay you stay quiet uh looks like you're there we go looks like your um microphone is muted there but it's okay it's okay um you're pretty you're handsome you are you're like the window dressing we'll take it check 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 check, check. <laughs> awesome welcome back all right all right, we're talking now about the – oh, man. What a time to come back. We're about to talk about the Falcons and the Jets. Um, the over-under on this game is 33 and a half. Gross. I'm trying to come back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You are here. You are For some on reason, the you're internet. coming through my computer speakers. Okay, all right. Well, while you, uh, while you tend to that. Keep going. Um, I'm going to talk about the Jets. I'm excited. If you were thinking, man, what could really make my Sunday night? It's not Sunday night. It's just Sunday. Um, but what can make my Sunday? Um, could I interest you in one Tim Boyle? Because per the words of Robert Sala, he's going to get another chance to roll. Um, the best <laughs> the best quarterback news I got for you over there is Aaron Rodgers started practicing in a light capacity. Who the hell knows what's going on over there? I'm not touching anyone on the Jets. Uh, Brees Hall, maybe. You know, I mean, yeah, you're starting him. Um, Garrett Wilson, yeah, he's going to get some targets, I guess. But no, I'm not excited about anyone on that team. Brees Hall is a running back, too. Um, and that's that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, Brees Hall can break any game into a running back one week, so there's – at least that, putting him in your starting lineup. But you're not trusting any weapons there. Bijan is a smash in this matchup. The Jets don't stop the run very well. They do it well against the pass. So it's Bijan and no one else for me. What are your thoughts, I tend Trav? to agree. I tend to agree with that. I'm not excited about this game. I think what most people care about right now with the Jets is when is Aaron Rodgers actually coming back? Yeah. yeah. If he comes back in two be. weeks or three weeks mm -hmm. for the fantasy playoffs yeah. and lights the world on fire to Garrett Wilson. It I will be know. unbelievable. We will never forget so. it. Yeah. I, I really hope so because then it's like, Oh, well now at least we have him for the fantasy playoffs. You're probably not in the fantasy playoffs if you've had Garrett Wilson, but uh, you know, one thing I, that I was hoping that we would be able to bank on with or without Rogers yeah. is 80 <laughs> to 120 and a touchdown for Brees Hall. Yeah, that offensive line's awful. That offensive like line if that is happens, we're like, yes, Brees, sure. eighty yards and a score. Mm -hmm. What? 
if Brees runs for 80 yards and scores because he broke off an 80 yard run and I know and it's ridiculous. So our expectations for him going forward can't be a top 10 guy. No, he's a he's like a top, I don't know, 18 to 15 guy. Um based on volume. I mean, he gets In redraft if somebody offered you Kyron Williams for Brees Hall one for one, what would you do? Oh, I would take Kyron. You, you would. have to. You have to take Kyron. Uh James Cook no, no, I'm not taking James Cook. Okay, so you've got Kyron inside your top ten because James James Cook's a yeah, 15, 15 to eighteen guy. Yeah, Kyron's up there in in redraft. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason not to. They use him all over the place. I'm good with it. Cardinals at Steelers, Pittsburgh minus five and a half over under forty one and a half. Kyler yeah. came back and surprised me, Dustin. I am a oh. known Kyler hater, you but are. the facts are the facts. QB thirteen, QB six, QB nine. No huge games. I think he hasn't gone 21 yet, but sure. consistently in that 20 range. And yeah. to do that immediately, like there's no growing pain at all, has been really nice for people that waited on Kyler or were forced to in super flex leagues. I think that system is really good for him. It's really good. It doesn't force feed him to... He looks really comfortable. Yeah, these short routes aren't there anymore. It's it's an actual like the concepts are there. You can tell it's not just force feeding the ball to D Hop and and Hollywood Brown. It's literally just throw it to the open man, and it's awesome. It's awesome yeah. to see Kyler finally playing in a pro offense. He does look very very confident there. Hollywood. Speaking of Hollywood, he's had one top fifteen Oof. game on the season. Is he yeah. inside or outside of your top twenty four this week and maybe rest of season? I I would say just because of all the weapons that are not playing this week, I would say he's a possibility to play in the in the top 24. But you got to I mean, look, I look at him as he's a, he's the number 2 option on the team because McBride is probably the one um on that team right now. Um Hollywood for whatever reason just does he, they're not getting him in these catch and run situations. They're getting him on curls. And then they'll try a couple crossing patterns, but then he's covered. Um, I think a lot of defenses have kind of keyed in on the concept of keep everything in front of us. So, um, like I said, this offense is built around the concept of take what the defense gives you, get first downs, use your running back, um, and matriculate drives down the field. Um, okay, not- Hollywood Brown or DK Metcalf at Dallas? I would go DK Metcalf. Hollywood or Jaden Reed? Ooh, Ooh, uh, that is interesting. I'd probably go Hollywood, though. Okay. Hollywood or Rashi Rice? I'll go Rashi Rice. All right. Finally, Hollywood or Josh Downs? That stuff. I'm going to go Josh Downs. Wow. Okay. You give me no clarity. Thank you. (laughs) Um, You're welcome. (laughs) Do we think that the Cardinals beat the Steelers? Or do the Steelers cover the five and a half? I think... Or neither. Do they do they win but not cover? I don't think anyone's covering in this game. Um, okay. I, I, yeah, I don't think Pittsburgh covers. Um, I do expect the Steelers to win in this game just because I don't think the Cardinals defense can do anything to stop an offense in the NFL. Okay. Um, Warren and rough... Najee, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, both. I'm sure. starting them where I have them. Um yeah. I'm curious how this post-Canada offense continues to evolve 
It's only been it's a week. It's going to be a run-heavy offense. Um, I, the running backs look playable. We very, didn't very mention playable. we didn't mention him, um, but he had a ma- massive game last week. Pat Fryermuth came back and punched people in the mouth. He had twelve yep. targets, eleven receptions, and one hundred twenty yards last week. Um, Pat is back. He may not put up that kind of a stat line again, um, but look, this like I said, this Arizona offense it, or defense is not great, um, and the offense for the um, Steelers is kind of broken. If you watch Kenny Pickett really struggles to throw the ball down the field to his wide receivers, but in the middle of the field where concepts can kind of be more linear. um, I like Pat in the, in matchups going forward. I think, I think he is, uh, I think he's going to be decent in this game. I think he'll be definitely a top eight tight end this week. I agree. Um, All right. We have Steelers winning, but by less than six. Yes. Dolphins at the Commanders. Washington mm-hmm. is picked to lose by double digits. The over-under is at 49 and a half. Yeah. Dustin, I'll let you take this one, but I think everybody knows what's going to happen in this game. Yeah, so I think Miami covers. Um, I'm going to put that out there right now. It's a nine and a half point spread. Um, but yeah, look. It's the pass catchers. That is the the number one thing. And I, I want to say it's just the pass catchers on one side of the ball. Because it used to be. Why? Because Sam Howell is going to have a really rough game. He's going to have a really rough game this week. Because he's playing against Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. Um, he, they're about to lock him up. Logan Thomas, I think, is going to have a nice game. I think okay. he's going to have a nice game. Um Sam Howell, though, is not going to throw for over 250 yards in this game. Um, They are going to have to lean on Brian Robinson. They're going to lean on Antonio Gibson. They're going to – they're not going to – I don't think they're going to sustain many drives. I think a lot of their production is going to be in that high-urgency garbage time when we're in the late third, fourth quarter when they don't have the luxury. That should be a lot of that, though. A lot of garbage time. Um, Even if it's within 10 points and it seems like, oh, well, they have a path. There's no path. There's no path to getting back in this game. Howell will Um, throw for over 300 yards. That's a lock. I don't think so. I do not think he throws for 300 yards in this game. Um, They're not going to run the ball the entire fourth quarter in this game. Sure. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think that, I think there's going to be more interceptions than, than you think. Okay. Um, And I think I, 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 I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Um, Jalen Waddle heating up yeah. has been exciting. Yep, yep. I think the receivers combine for over 375 yards. Those two guys. Just those two? Just those two. 375 yards? Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, we've seen crazy games before. I think we see like a 200 or a 225 from Tyreek. <laughs> I'm all for it. And 150 from Waddle. Yeah, I think they I, yeah. absolutely they're not gonna, dominate. They're not going to have anything for Tyreek, and Waddle's been great lately. So, I, yeah, no, I'm, um, I expect Tua to throw for 400 in this game. That, that I do believe. Um, and I think All right, A-Chan's so we both back. say, yeah, I think uh, he comes back with a nice pop in the step. And <laughs> Thank you, I think Jerry. the commanders cover. Yeah, um, it is Madden on rookie. I don't expect <laughs> the Commanders to have much of an answer. I really think I think we see history made by Tyreek Hill and oh, Jalen Waddle in this game. Oh, uh, Broncos at Texans. I wow. think the Texans win this game. 
I do think they cover three and a half. Over under is 47 and a half. So second or third highest scoring game of the week. Sure. CJ Stroud, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz. That's one of the best young cores in the NFL. It's firmly established now. This is not a three-week sample size. I feel like for years now, we're going to look back and say, how did Carolina fuck that up? (laughs) I love how they're doing it. How did they do that? How do you take Bryce Young over this guy? In fairness, I think Bryce Young is still going to be decent in the NFL. I don't I don't think he's going to be Stroud. I don't think he's going to get to that echelon. Um, but I think he'll be all right. I think he's going to be serviceable and a starter for a long time. Um, Jerry, but, with a huge, a hugely important note, the Texas oh, kicker God. is back oh. on the practice squad. Danny Amendola. For, I'm, I'm glad he's back in the league. <laughs> for everybody that was curious what Mr. Amendola in Houston, I believe his name is Matt. Yes, um, yeah, Matt, Matt Amendola. Matt Crossbar from 58 Amendola. Well, you sign him off the practice squad and you know, trick shot, he, he hits it. Um, I expect... We talk about it like it's so minuscule, like, oh, back to the yeah. practice squad. This right. dude's making probably 400 grand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just probably. Like, yeah. Oh, no, Poor I've got to go back to the practice squad, kick field goals in, in the dome, guy. and yeah. make $400,000. Um, but anyway, back to the Broncos and the Texans. Um, we can talk about Stroud a lot, but he's been going nuclear, and this is no exception. The Denver defense has been great. late. Uh, they've been really good lately. I'm not going to give them great. Um, but they've been really good lately, and the Denver Broncos, they're facing a really good quarterback, and the weapons are performing. I think it's going to be a throw-the-ball-a-lot yeah. <laughs> kind of game. Russ has um, a nice game this week. Yeah, I like Sutton in this game. I like Javante Williams in this game. Um, I I like Nico. I like Tank. I mean, I'm staying away from. It's kind of like a flip flop situation. Really don't like most of the pass catchers on Denver. Don't like any of the running backs on the Texans. So take that for what it is. Um, the I think that's you don't be the like route. the pass catchers for Denver. I don't like I I like Sutton, but I don't like anyone else. Okay. Um, do the Texans cover three and a half? Yeah, for sure. All right, Panthers and Bucks. We just talked about Bryce Young, the great one, versus Baker Mayfield. What a showdown! Tampa's favored by five. Yep. In Tampa Bay. Yeah. Over this... under is at thirty six and a half. So Vegas says <sighs> this one will be very boring. However, mm. I think the Bucks crush the Panthers in this game. I think five is way too low. Rashad sure. White, Mike Evans, Godwin, Otten. These guys are in a yeah. different level of talent than the Panthers currently have. Baker's healthy, got into full practice today. Yeah. Bucks by double digits. Uh, yeah, I think the Bucks are going to win this. Um, I think they cover the five-point spread. I, I do think – I think this one – yeah, no, it's not – I don't think this is going to catch the The over. Panthers I, have fucking nothing. They, I mean, they have Adam Thielen, and he's his hamstrings are just hanging on by a thread. Nine for uh, seventy-five yards is great for fantasy. Sure, they're and not I, scoring. They're not scoring twenty the rest of the season. No, I think they'll score. You know, ten to sixteen points. I think that's kind it's of atrocious. That's their that's their comfort zone. They fired their head coach. The the guy. <laughs> what a scapegoat! Guy, David Tepper comes out and says he wants the coach to be at his, the next coach to be at his funeral. I I don't know, man. It's weird. I want you to come in, and I want you to see me die. 
and that the so fans are like, "How about your funeral? Our team blows dick." Yeah, um, it's, it's awful. Browns at Rams. Rams minus three and a half. Jeez. Over under is still low here, thirty nine and a half. That's probably because of the Browns. I think all Rams weapons are very startable. Sure. And for the Browns, it's Ford. It's maybe Amari Cooper, and that's it for me. Oh, ah, maybe in Joku. Maybe in Joku. I am spoiler alert, uh, alert. I am in hardcore on David and Joku. Okay. Um, I expect Joe top Flacco five to, week. Uh, I think he's going to be the top overall tight end. Oh my god! For what uh, with Joe Flacco? I don't. Rem- I don't think you remember how big of a boon Tyler Conklin was last year when Joe Flacco was playing quarterback <laughs> for the. Oh my uh, For the Jets, we um, are stretching here tonight. We are absolutely. I, I'm stretching. just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, you've got guys like Dennis Pitta who have been fed by by Joe Flacco. Freak show athlete. You've got guys like Tyler Conklin. Who who are you know exactly what Joe Flacco looks for, and then you've got a freak athlete in David Njoku, and who you're knows giving kind of... Joe Flacco three or four days. He hasn't had all off season to fall in love with David. I Njoku. give him three or four minutes, and he could throw it to, J- oh to David God. Njoku. Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. <laughs> you kidding me? Put the team on his back. Grounds or Rams? Jennings. Who wins? <laughs> who wins this game? <laughs> I'm gonna go Rams. I'll go Rams. Um, bounce back game for the passing attack for the Rams. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 49ers at Eagles. Monster matchup. I cannot wait for this. San Francisco favored by three over Philly. Over-unders at 47 and a half, so it's not going to be a stifling defensive shutdown game. Let me tell you a secret about this game. Let me tell you. I'm just going to spoil it for you. All right. The 49ers are about to blow the Eagles the fuck out. I would love to see it. Um, I don't think this game is close. I think it's a two-score game. I think what? This is what I was saying last year, and this is what I was saying at the beginning of this year when everybody was like, ah, oh, this is Brock Purdy, this is Brock Purdy, that. The 49ers have figured out the Eagles, and I firmly believe that Brock Purdy stayed healthy in that game, they would have boat raced the Eagles, and they would have won the Super Bowl. The difference in Brock Purdy was 30-something points. The difference in not having a quarterback and literally having I, to run. I'm not wild. saying they would have that that San Francisco would or would not have won. But what mm-hmm. you're saying now is yeah. this 49ers team is blowing the shit out of the Eagles. That is, I'm saying they're going to blow the Eagles out. How? Yes. Yes. Because so so yeah. what are your projections then for Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, Hurts, Swift? Yeah. Yeah. All the Eagles weapons that everybody is mm-hmm. basically in the playoffs because of. Right. Yep. They they shit the bed versus San Francisco? I think they do. Do they score twenty one points? No. Oh my no. goodness. No, they this don't. is this is TikTok worthy shit here. Hell yeah. This Florida. needs to be <laughs> I feel so confident in this. Under twenty one points? I they are gonna hold the Eagles under twenty one points and the forty nine ers gonna score like, I don't know, twenty five to thirty points. I, I fully expect that. Wow. Double-digit win for San Francisco. This is personal. I really do believe Kyle Shanahan has been probably circled this game the entire season and said, I had the fucking game plan to kick your ass in front of the entire country. Then why didn't they keep them from scoring 35? Because when you literally only have three plays and your defense is back out there throughout the entire game, yeah, your team's going to get so we were So we were tired. That's why. 
yeah, they're getting their ass kicked. At, like, come the, on, man! I want this one to come down to the final drive, and I want no. Brock Purdy to do it against here's, Philly's here's defense. Here's this. Here, let me give you the final drive. Here, let me give you the final drive. Jalen Hurts drops back to pass, lofts it over the defense. AJ Brown goes up, scores, touchdown, boom, whistle goes off, and the Eagles lose fourteen to thirty-five. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I can't wait to ask that's our group about this. 35 is going to be crazy. I don't I don't think they win by 21. But I do think it's a two-score game. Um I do All think right. it's going to be somewhere in the realm of I don't know, probably it could be 20 to 31 or something like that. Okay. Um it, I I really do believe that. I think the Eagles still win the game here. I like the 49ers a lot, but yep. in Philly Oh yeah. I feel like they uh, I think they're going to show up. I think they're going to show up. I want the 49ers to win. Let's get that straight. I just don't I know just, that it, I, I don't like it would Eagles. I definitely don't think it'll be a blowout. My wife loves You're starting Eagles. all your weapons anyway. You're oh, not yeah. You're sitting anybody from either team, so we don't need to talk about the specific guys. Yep. Chiefs at Packers, Kansas City uh, favored by 6, 42 and a half over under. Yep. Chiefs win this game. Um I don't think the line is too crazy though i think the chiefs kind of do this uh they control the game they they don't take too many risks and they win by yeah. six or ten let me ask you this question Should be close. what do what do the packers have to do in this game for you to to really um embrace the fact that they are like this is a good packers team like this is they are they're actually coming together and they're going to be they're in the right direction. What, what would they have? What do you have to see from Jordan Love? I'd, what do you I'd have like to see to, ski, to see them score at least twenty points, and I okay. would like to see it be around the spread, around six. If you're within a touchdown sure. of Kansas City, you're getting there. If they I come in and they yeah. and they walk out down fourteen or down twenty, we got a lot of work to do. But one touchdown the, is I'm not. I don't mind. It. I think I think the Packers win that game. Oh really? I, I do. I think the Packers win that game. All right, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it either. Forty two and a half means enough fantasy production on both sides sure. in this one. Sure. Bengals at Jaguars final game of the week Monday night Jacksonville by eight. I think that is a lock as well. Bengals are absolutely deflated. Yeah, the run game is non-existent for Cincinnati, and well, I don't think Browning can do nearly enough to keep up with Trevor <sighs> Lawrence. The Jaguars are absolutely roaring right now. Yeah, um, Browning didn't look awful as far as backups go. Um, yeah. He looked competent enough to move the ball, but yeah, the, it, when the whole team would rather bet on the quarterback having to beat them, um, yeah, no, Joe Mixon in this game, um, not exactly a fan. I'm I'm probably staying away. He's a flex for me this week. Yeah. Um, he'll get enough volume, but yeah, it's just I think I expect them to have to throw to catch up in this game um browning should be i mean he's not gonna really start in a super flex he's an emergency option at best um but the jaguars in this game i mean they're on it right now calvin ridley i thought he was dunzo and for whatever reason couple games he looks decent for whatever reason the reason is we signed him we traded for him (laughs) Yeah, over here at the ball club, and we said, "Get your shit together." We just gave up Burrow in a first. Yeah, you need to show you're a top twenty guy. And he's yeah. like, "I got you." Jeez, he's like, "Yeah, listen up, buddy. This isn't the MGM, okay? <laughs> you're you're betting yeah. on yourself here, okay? This isn't some sports book." Um, all right, yeah, so we I, both think Jaguars covering that one. We're yeah, starting I, all Jaguars weapons. Yep. Yep. And yep. 
pretty much yeah. only Jamar Chase. Maybe Mixon if you have to. Yeah, if you have Mixon, to. You, Mixon is a flex, but tr- Chase, yeah, you're, st- you're still starting. All right, I've got some trivia for you. I do love trivia. I like it. No multiple choice. I'm going to give you a prompt. You try to tell me who these five names are. Doesn't oh, have to goodness. be in order. Right. 1,000 yards on the season or more from the wide receiver position. There have been five guys to cross that mark so far this year. Okay. Which five players in the NFL have over 1,000 yards receiving? Okay. Um. So going to take the easy one. Tyreek Hill is one of them. Correct. Number one with 1324. Yep. Um, I think next, um, goodness, I'm not, I'm not looking at the, the guys, uh, CD lamb, I, I think has a thousand yards. CD lamb, barely over a thousand with a thousand sixty six is okay. number three on the list. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, I think Keenan Allen also has a thousand yards. Keenan Allen, number two, with a thousand one hundred and seventeen. Dustin is three for three to start out trivia. Okay. Okay. Two more um, names have oh, barely crossed the thousand yard mark. Barely crossed the thousand yards. This one is where it gets a little tough. Um, I keep. I'm trying to think. All right, who throws a lot? Um, I don't. Yeah. No. I was. You know, I wanted. I wanted it so bad to be Puka. Um, but it's not. Um, is AJ Brown there? AJ Brown, right as Jarian answers, is correct. Okay. Okay. AJ's number four. There is one more player who is three yards over a thousand. Three yards over a thousand. You know what? This might be a sneaky one. Um, I, I don't know if he's actually been there. Where's Jordan Addison at? Is he? Is he? He is not thousand? on the. Not up there. Damn. Damn. Okay. Um, after, well, you know what? I don't think he's reached it, but I really hope Mike Evans reaches it. It is um, not Mike Evans. You get one more name and then we move on. <sighs> Shit. Oh God. I oh man. Hmm. Is Michael, is um, Michael Pittman there? Is Michael Pittman there? It is DJ Moore from Holy the Chicago really? Bears. Wow. Yes. Going for 250 or whatever he did in one game really oh, does that's help. That's true. Yep. Yeah, that is true. Way to go, DJ. Knew you could do it. Four out of five there. Um, before looking at the list, I thought wow. that Tank Dell might be one because he's had some big games, but he's not yeah, in he there. Came on late. Came on passing late. yards leaders. Five. Oh, the top okay. five guys in passing yards on the season. Okay. I do think I saw a graphic on this earlier this week. Okay. Um, so I, I, I know Tua's on that list. Tua's uh, number four. I know Sam Howell's on that list. Sam Howell is number one in the NFL with mm. 3,339 yards. Yep. What a I know, great I know CJ Stroud is on that list. Stroud, number two, 3,266. Um, and I think I think Pat Mahomes is still on that list. Um, you know what? Actually, uh, Dak Prescott, is he on that list? Dak is not on the list. Really? Somehow. Holy cow. All You're right. missing two names. Oh, duh. Uh, um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is number three. Okay. Oh, and number five boy. is still available for you. You get one more name. It's got to be someone stupid. It's got to be someone stupid. It's got to be like... 
Jared Goff or something. It like is that. Jared Goff. Holy <laughs> shit! I was gonna say Jordan Love, but I'm like Jared well Goff has done it. Holy shit! Goff is number five in the league. Oh wow, they do. All right, we'll go offense. two quick ones and then we'll come okay. back to the rushing leaders. So let's do it. Who has thrown the most passing touchdowns this year? Ooh, most passing touchdowns. Ah, uh, goodness, is that? Oh, you know what? Is it Brock Purdy? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Damn. 24. Okay. Wow. All right. He gets a lot of shit lately, but he's putting up points. I know. Which tight end has the most touchdowns on the season? I'm not falling for this. I think it's Taysom Hill. <laughs> it is Mark Andrews. Even with Get the injury. Here. He still wow. leads with only six. Wow. I thought you Our were final trivia setting me up. Final trivia of the night. The rushing leaders in the NFL. Nobody's hit a thousand okay. yet. Maybe this weekend we see one. Okay. Top five. Who you got? Rushing leaders. Oh God, this is tough. Um, is Etn up there? He is ETN? not number no? six. I think or seven. Okay. Oh man. Um. Wow. Rushing. Running back sucks, man. I do. I, I Some of these will it. surprise you. Um. Rushing leaders. Oh, Some of man. them will not. <laughs> um goodness gracious i let's start with at... number one okay let's start... who okay. leads the nfl in Russia? oh christian mccaffrey correct christian mccaffrey all right you can cross him off he's almost okay. at a thousand he should get there this weekend okay um, number two this guy's been unbelievable this year um and okay. unexpected unexpected as far as number two in the league at rushing okay i mean it's not no because he hasn't played i was gonna say jameer gibbs i'm like he doesn't rush a lot david montgomery is it david montgomery it is not montgomery missed two or three weeks damn yeah you're right you're right oh man this oh um i I keep thinking of these freaking stupid teams that rush it all the time brian robinson it is not brian robinson i will give you number two it is raheem mostert oh 785 yards Oh man, I I should have known that. You can get um, one more incorrect guess before we finish up trivia. Okay, DeAndre There's three Swift. names. Swift is number four with seven hundred seventy yards. Okay, which um, is amazing to hear. It is wild to hear. Um, Josh Jacobs. That is number three. You're missing one name now. He is fifth, and this is a very frequent visitor to the top five rushing list. Oh, okay. Over the years, Saquon. Derrick Henry. Damn. Damn. Saquon missed okay. time, too. Yeah, that's true. God, these, all these guys get banged up. I would say you Football's did pretty rough. good there. You did better than 60%. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. We'll finish with big picks of the week. These are guys that we think will smash their projection. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is my quarterback big pick of the week. I think he makes it three top tens in a row. He should have his way with Cincy. I think that Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk will feast this weekend mm. against a sad, beat-down Bengals team. couple facts for Hell you yeah. to back it up. Cincinnati is 26th in yards per game allowed to quarterback. They give it up through the air. Particularly yeah. in the last three weeks, 290 yards per game for opposing quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence makes it three in a row and makes me a very happy trade customer in Dynasty. Okay, okay. My quarterback big, big of the week is Gardner Minshew. Um, look, oh my gosh. Inter- interdivision matchup <laughs> um, facing the Titans. 
Um, look, the Titans, not exactly a great defense. Um, they, they're middle of the pack. Okay, they're middle of the pack in um, points above expectation for fantasy quarterbacks. But um, Minshew, inner division. This team, high tempo. They don't have Jonathan Taylor. I expect them still to run it, but I don't think they're going to run it as much as they would have with Jonathan Taylor. I think it's going to feed a lot through um, Pittman. I think it's going to go through Josh Downs. Um, I expect them to make some big plays, but also I expect them to be scoring touchdowns because that's just what this offense has been doing, and they also give up a bunch of touchdowns as well. Um, I expect this to be a higher-scoring affair, um, at least in terms of the over-under. I expect it to hit the over, um, but Gardner Minshew, he's my start of the week. Big right. pick style. The stash. Uh, Jerrion has a question. Trey McBride or Pat okay. Fryermuth? That's McBride Ooh. for me, my guy. I'm going to go with McBride as well. He's been doing it for a longer stretch than just one week. And I think that yeah. Pittsburgh has its way on the ground. And yeah, it's Kyler over Pickett for me. Yeah, I, I like that too. We're both team McBride, but Fryermuth yeah. is a good option. Second question, Deontay Oof. Johnson or Tyler Algier? I'm going Deontay uh, Johnson here. Yeah, I mean, Algier's been not great lately. Uh, I he don't, has to find the end zone to save I don't like his 40-yard day. I'm worried about Deontay Johnson. Um, I I really don't know where he's at in this offense right now. I'm slightly worried he's starting to check out, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping he comes back and he's welcomed and he doesn't get doghoused again. Um, I hope but, they let him leave in the offseason. I hope so, too. But for this week, I'm going to go Johnson. All right, me too. Running back start of the week, I will go with Alvin Kamara, second only to Christian oh, yeah. McCaffrey on the season in touches per game. That shocked me. Christian McCaffrey with 21.9 touches a week. Alvin Kamara with 21.6. So damn near leading the NFL in touches per week. It feels Hell like yeah. everybody in New Orleans is out or playing banged up yeah. other than Kamara and Taysom Hill. Even if Alave does play, Kamara is looking at a 25-touch week. I think that's a, a lock. It a, sounds like a lot, but they yeah. happen very quickly for Alvin Kamara in this offense. I think there's Oof. a feast incoming, especially in PPR. They should be trying to keep up with Detroit. Yep, He'll probably catch seven or eight balls. Alvin Kamara is a very safe top 10 play this week. Yeah. My running back big pick of the week is, look, I'm just going to call it, I think he's the number one running back on the week in B. John Robinson. Uh, he's facing the Jets, and Jets, you know, you have they have this great defense, and you hear about it all the time. It's why they're in games sometimes, but it's not because they've stopped the run. It's they've got a great pass offense, and they force people to run. It's a run-funnel defense. So, Bijan Robinson, he's been getting more touches. Um, they're expanding his role week after week after week. I expect the Falcons to you know, win this game. They'll be ahead. I think they're going to try and stay out ahead in the second half of the game, and I expect Bijan to score. So, um, Bijan. Um, all the way, you much further, you know, a lot of the same reasons you just brought up for Camara. I think they're going to feed him the ball because their pass catcher is going to be locked up. Um, so Bijan, I, like I said, I think he's the number one overall running back this week. I am terrified of the Jets defense. And I think Bijan is outside the top 12. We will revisit Whoa. next week and Whoa. see where he falls. But you're confident at number one overall. So yep. top 12 should be easy for sure. Brandon Ayuk, my wide receiver pick of the week. This feels like 120 yard, maybe 100 yard, and two touchdown day for Ayuk. One long one, one short one inside the five yard line. He is so 
so good. I'm not going to say Devontae Adams, but he is Devontae Adams-esque in the making inside sure. the five-yard line as sure. far as being unguardable on the quick slant or the fade. Like He can do everything inside the five, and I think that they're going to need it this week in the shootout with Philadelphia. And I think he's just due for a big one. It's He's been consistently okay, but hasn't had a 20, 25-point week. I think that is in store this week. I like it. I like it. Uh, my wide receiver big pick of the week is Adam Thielen. Um, you've got the Carolina Panthers, and they know how to do <laughs> how one thing. How do you thing. pick a Panther? They know one thing and one thing only, and that's how to throw it to Adam Thielen. Um, look, they fired their coach. They are facing a terrible pass defense in the Buccaneers. They're not going to be able to run the ball. That's for damn sure. So I'm not saying there's going to be a lot of good passes, but I'm saying 27% target share over the last five weeks. Um, and look, I, I think, I think his yards are going to be there, um, uh, just by attrition. I know. I think he's going to. I think he's going to go, like you said, um, especially in PPR leagues. I, there's a solid chance he puts up 16, 15 points, um, and he could score in garbage time. So I'm going to go Adam Thielen here. I feel pretty good about it in this matchup. Um, yeah, I think I think that's I'm scared of Carolina. Although I will I am, say, I sure. think what's not been talked about, I don't think even one time that I've seen. Sure, Miles Sanders. With 15 touches last week. Very quiet. Yeah. That is volume. That is... You can do uh, worse. I'm and not touching Miles Sanders in this game. <laughs> no, but in Dynasty, I just got him as a throw-in oh, yeah. to if a deal that I already throw-in. liked. He's 25 or 26. He's not done. He's a good player. Carolina's been shitty. Sure. They might continue sure. to be. I think he's a committee But guy. he's free right now. I don't feel good about it. He's $40 million contract. He's going to be there. Yeah, he'll be here next year for sure. Um, it's essentially like a two-year deal. All I'm um, saying is if if you're making a dynasty deal and they have Miles Sanders, get him to throw yeah. him in there. Yeah, why There's not? No, he's, yeah, he'll he's never not, be cheaper. He's not thought of as a high-value high asset right now. I, I agree. He's undervalued. A quiet, he's a quiet 15-touch guy right now. He's for taking sure. the job back from Chuba. I don't know if it was something with Frank and Miles Sanders that they didn't click, but... They cleaned I house. I think they sure. say, hey, this guy we're giving $40 million. We have all new coaches. Let's yeah. try to get back on track with where we spend our money. Sure. All, all right. right, finally, Dalton Schultz for me. Way too mm. quiet last week. One point. Um, bounce back game against the NFL's worst defense at stopping tight ends, which is Denver. So I don't know if I'm going to say top three on the week, but I think Dalton Schultz should be in your lineup. He should be a top five top five tight end four hmm. four or five here because i don't know that it's such a concentrated volume i think tank and nico collins will be plenty fine in this game sure. but i think dalton schultz will get five or six catches for 65 to 75 yards and a score yeah that's fair i like it excuse me all right now my big pick of the week at tight end i'm glad we always end on the tight end position because my, you mentioned the tight end. I the hate teams. ending this with this fucking <laughs> name. <laughs> you you mentioned that the Denver Broncos give up a lot of points to the tight end. And there's one team that also, there's another team that also gives up a bunch of points. And he happens to most likely be receiving passes from none other than Joe Flatgoat. And 
It's David and Joku. Okay. You've David been reaching Joku. all night. So I it's fitting it. that you end with the I, biggest reach. I what is Joe it. Flat Goat? Flack Goat. Flack Goat. Oh, Flack Goat. Flat, not a flat goat. I like, think flat, like a, flat Goat, F-L-A-T, might be no. more fitting for the arm that we're about to see this weekend. He is a flat-out goat. That is. <laughs> He's a Super Bowl MVP. I don't know if you remember 80 years ago when he didn't throw a single interception in the postseason. In the dark? Kind of a big... Yeah, he could win Super Bowls in the dark. <laughs> um, so what do you got on him now? Um, look, I'm just saying he comes in, he's going to need a big target to rely on. Maybe he doesn't, he's not going to have the chemistry with, um, Cooper coming out the bat. Um, I expect Njoku to, to have a lot of run in this game. Um, they're going to run a lot of simple concepts. Um, he's probably familiar with the system, but again, you're coming in and you're facing uh, a team in the Rams who they do give up points to the tight end. So, um, I think yeah. you're playing with fire with all four of these picks. Njoku is fire, yes. The point of this segment is guys that will smash their projection. And yeah. when I read the names Gardner Minshew, Bijan mm-hmm. versus the Jets, yep. Adam Thielen and David Njoku with Joe yep. Flacco, yep. you're playing a different game here, and it's very yeah. risky. I like it. I think I like it. if they hit, it mm-hmm. is more of a celebration, more champagne. But if they don't, yeah. I'm going to absolutely rail you next week on what the <laughs> fuck those picks were. <laughs> oh, bring it on. I feel good about them. I feel good. I feel good about these. All right, week 13 is upon us. That was Losing yes. Sucks. Dustin, tell the people how to ask us questions if they need to. All week, we respond almost mm. immediately. Send them on the Twitters. Um, you can follow me at Dustin Blanton. Um, go ahead and follow Travis at losing sucks. We'll both be answering stuff. Um, yeah, check us out. We'll be here next week as well. Um, good luck getting into the fantasy playoffs. We've got a couple more weeks. Um, yeah. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Losing sucks. 